Ahoy, hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. And if I've not said it, a very happy new year to you. It's 2024. Let's learn some facts. Uh, my name is Dan. If you've never been with us before, it's really easy. We have scavenged through the internet to find things that hopefully you don't know. I will bring you stuff this week about the sad part of the oldest person in the world. And we'll see if you can name the Beatles. Connor, what do you got? Uh, something about Michael Jackson, which you definitely wouldn't have known. And a lovely old Spanish village full of old people. Andrea is with us as well. Still for 2024, what do you have? I have a fact about why Home Alone is a lie and also why millennials are still obsessed with Blink-182. Oh, I tell you what, Home straight in after Christmas and ruins my favourite Christmas moment. Home Alone's a lie. I was going to say Home Alone. That's about 11 months too early, but we'll see how we get on. Uh, Very happy new year. Back in a sec. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Any resolutions? I don't, not yet. I haven't done that yet because I just haven't been bothered to do my goal Hmm. setting stuff. I feel like your life is a resolution in (laughs) that I just feel like you're more of a type of person that doesn't do one big thing at the start of the year. It's just like every year you get the... I, I imagine you've got like a, a, a journal or something, right? You've got like yeah, a do. goal setting you mentioned. You've got one of those, right? I imagine, you know, every time it's like, what can I do? Mm. How can I improve? How can I assess? Mm. I usually do. And I usually do it like before the new year. But this year I just don't want to put the pressure on myself. So I kind of just didn't do it. <laughs> With the best one in the world, I feel like you've got... a you, you've got a bit shabbier since you've been with us as in because of us because of us I feel like we've rubbed off on you you've influenced me I was asking Andrew earlier um, like what Christmas present she bought for her husband because I thought she'd be a really good Christmas present by it and she yeah. said yeah I normally am but I was really rubbish this year and I feel like we've rubbed off yeah maybe we have it's a good thing though don't worry about it he loves you for you you don't need no presents <laughs> I've got a resolution I've become more of a yes man this year I want to say yes to more well just say yes, you know. Do you want to come to the football? Yep, I'll come. Instead of just saying no. Because I realised last year I'd overthink Wait, a lot. But that's... You've just given us an example of stuff that you would always no, say yes to. Do you want to come for a pint? Yes. Yes, what I'm saying is I would like... Booking things in would just be ag. So I'd be like, oh, it's two weeks away. It'd like overwhelm me a little bit. But I'm just, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'm available. Yeah, great. Put it in the diary. Say yes. Experience more. Well, uh, someone has asked you if you wanted to wear a Peaky Blinders hat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Do you want to have track lines in your eyebrows? Yes. Yes. 
Well, you see, but the thing is with me, Dan, is that I change with the years, you know, and I evolve my look. You've looked the same as what you did when you were five. This is the thing. This is the difference between but, me and you. Well, I told you my fashion sense is millets. Right. Okay. Mountain warehouse. Mountain warehouse. Cotswold. Cotswold. <laughs> that's, my, that's my fashion sense. Cotswold. Uh, I will say that's a good way of doing it by saying yes. Also, I will now bestow upon you the best bit of advice I've ever been given. Never agree to anything that you wouldn't want to do that afternoon. Because, you know, when, I don't know, your cousin says, oh, do you want to go to the, uh, for instance, do you want to come to uh, this person's 60th birthday party in six months? Yeah. And you think, oh, six months away, it'll be fine. But then on the day, you're like, I really wish I'd said no to that. I cannot be bothered at all. Picture every plan like you were doing it that afternoon and you'll never have that anxiety again. Does that work? It does for me. But I just say yes to everything anyway. What about food related? Because if it's like, oh, right, do you want to go for a pizza in two weeks? I might not fancy a pizza on the day that I'm I'm saying yes to those plans. Isn't it usually the other way around? Like, if you don't want to do it... No, never mind. That's tattoos. <laughs> just an absolute brain malfunction there. Did you see that happen? Right in front of us, it happened. There was like, got a point. No, you know, you know what it is. Got a point, got a point, got a moment, got... Yeah, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> and I'm saying, I feel like the Andrea that started with us a few months ago would have been oh, like, yeah. perfectly lucid yeah. there, but we, we have infected you. <laughs> Welcome along, 2024, New Year. What is this, a fifth, a third, fourth year? I don't, I don't know. Fourth year this, Tosh, is it? My fifth, news resolution, maybe? by the way, my news resolution, uh, and I've, I've listened to the people, you know, TikToks, Instagrams, people that listen to the podcast... Uh, that I'm a messy, that I'm a messy, you know, spreader, and mm. I, I don't clean, and you know, I leave my socks everywhere. I'm doing 45 minutes of cleaning a day. That's it. That's every, a lot of cleaning. Wow, every a day. lot of cleaning. That between, does that include body? Between half an hour and 45 minutes. Does that minutes. include body? <laughs> well, no, that's just that's Good just on a 15 clean. minute bum scrub. Is it, fella? Well, I'll tell you this. I'm in the part of the year where I, I now my face looks the best it will look all year. Because for Christmas, I got so many, you know, moisturisers and all these shower gels. And I I always use it for January and I forget about it in February. So right now, my skin is looking the best it will look. look. He does say so himself. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm doing minimum half an hour of cleaning every day of the flat. That's that's a lot. That's so much cleaning. Yeah, that's a lot of cleaning. I do about two hours a week, really, and that'll be of a weekend time. I reckon max two hours a week. I usually do like three hours over the like on a Sunday. Yeah, well, half an hour a day. That's also with my husband. Yeah, half an hour a day, for instance, is what? (sighs) Three and a half hours a week? So it's only just beating you. I always said I was the cleanest person here. Here's how this works. We are going to bring you two facts each. Just decide whether they're worth remembering or not. Andrea, what's your first fact of the show? Of the year? Um, Because I did the New Year's Eve special on my own. (laughs) So, wait, what? What do you mean? What? You, did it, wait, you did it on your own? Oh, well, yeah, because we couldn't arrange a time. So I was here with Adam and I was like, we'll just bung in a clip show. And then I did the little fillers. <laughs> oh. So you'll get paid for that. Thanks to me. Right. Right. So the interior house scenes in Home Alone were filmed in a high school gym. Oh. Well, where did you think they so were So it's not even a home. In the house. Would you know where the gym Although was? the home was real, they just recreated it in a gym. And uh, it, it was in Illinois. Do you know... I discovered more than anything who really annoys me. Could we not have just saved this till June? And then that's where Ferris Bueller's Day Off was also filmed. No! I thought it was 
special. Yeah. We're going to get this for June. It's too close to Christmas still. I thought we'd tree up. But it's fine, but you're not going to rewatch Home Alone this year. <sighs> I might have a little go. Christmas. I might have one more go. Look, Connor, here's the deal. I know you well enough to know perfectly. By the time you watch this in December, you'll have forgotten this fact. You'll have forgotten it. Also, I'm already back onto my cheaper bike dozen train. Yeah? I've already done one watch already, yeah. This year? One watch of the year. Yeah, I, I mean, it's my favourite film of all time. Hmm. Story, fantastic. I don't need to get into that. We already know it's great. Do you know who really bothers me, which <sighs> I discovered this year? This, this, is, told this is really sad. Before we know, just stop. This is really sad. I thought it was all in the house. I've always believed it was in the house. Well, then It's in a gym. So, like, the bedroom and the kitchen is all in a gym. It's all. So, they recreated the house <sighs> in a gym. The house is actually real. So, they re- recreated the interior of the house and they mm. shot outside of the house yeah for the outside bits but the inside is all in gym because you can go to the house can't you the house is owned I think people live in the house the home you know when they do the huge this house. huge house people live in it like it's an actual home I always just believed it was inside but, that's really sad no. but why is that sad as in you understand that Macaulay Culkin isn't really hurting those actors like that. No, like, I know. That, it's all fake. I know it's he's all, not. It's all a film. <laughs> but I just That's thought what's the house was like, do you know what I mean? You I know thought... that the Death Star in Star Wars doesn't exist? You what? know that Steve Mine doesn't actually have 12 kids in Cheaper by the Really? Dozen. I thought he did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but I did think it was in the house. So I thought that like the, all of the rooms, for example, were the rooms within the home. That's why. So if you actually go into the Home Alone house, you're not going to see what was in the film then. It's a completely different layout, I assume. Or they no, re- I think they recreated the inside of it. They re- but they've right. done it in a gym. Okay. So they, yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes yeah. it a teeny bit more bearable. You mentioned there that the house is quite expensive. Here's who ones we have every year. It's the people that go, uh, how would the dad afford that house because the mum's not working? Uh, how would the yeah. dad afford that house? And it's like, just get over it, mate. Do you know what just, I saw? It's fine, don't worry about it. It's Christmas. I saw something in like a week leading up to Christmas. Where you know the cost of living that's going on in the world right now, especially the UK. Yeah. yeah, you've heard of it. Somebody had worked out. You know when Macaulay Culkin's on his own and he goes to the shops and he buys that shop. They worked out how much that shop would be with the cost of living. Mm. So we're like, oh, we only paid like eighteen dollars for that. Oh, in, in this day and age, that'd be about. I'm sorry. Just, just, let's, just, let's just not do that. Merry Christmas, eh? Yeah, I only used the token, actually, I think, on one of them. He used the little token, didn't he, to get his discount. Well, that wouldn't apply now. Don't get that amount of discount when you... It's like, come on. Uh, and uh, bonus Home Alone fact, you know when the brother has the picture of his, like, raw, ugly girlfriend, you know, right at the start? Yeah. Well, they didn't want to insult <clears throat> any girl, so that that the picture of that girl is actually a, maybe the producer's son with a wig on. So there you go, because they didn't want to call any actual real life thirteen year old this ugly minger. So they it's got better fact than mine. No. But what's it? That? No, but I, but he, enjoy that. He was he was heartbroken about that. Connor, give us your first fact of twenty twenty four. Just a little Michael Jackson fact that actually relates to a film. Did you know that MJ wanted to play Jar Jar Binks in the Star Wars prequel trilogy, but he and George Lucas disagreed on how the character should be portrayed. So George Lucas wanted Jar Jar Binks to be created using CGI. Michael said, "No, no, no. I'd like to play the character in makeup and prosthetics. Thank you very much." And they said no, and MJ didn't get the part. I think they should have put MJ in there. Why are you CGI? Again, Michael Jackson looking like Jar Jar Binks. I think he'd do a great job. <laughs> but then again, it was quite an intricate part, wasn't it? Jar- Have you seen Star Wars? You into yeah. Star Wars? Quite an yeah. intricate part. Well, yeah, but no, Everyone in- hates Jar Jar. But he does a lot. I like Jar Jar Binks. Well, you're the only one. <laughs> they made 
People says who? Well, people as in Star Wars. <laughs> who says that she's the only one? Massive Star Wars. Because you don't like it. It's not me. Massive. I don't care. Massive Star Wars fans made something <laughs> called the Phantom Edit, which is they took the Phantom Menace and just took Jar Jar Binks out, and it sold really, really well. Like notoriously, the least favorite part of that film is Jar Jar Binks. Are you saying you like him? You, well, I mean, you like it, it right, didn't it? Yeah, I was reminded a bit of Jar Jar Binks, but I reckon MJ should have played him. Why would you? How can you turn down MJ dressing up as Jar Jar Binks over CGI? Rubbish. Bit odd, isn't it? He's maybe a little bit odd, I but mean, it's very MJ. Is it? Yeah, MJ playing Jar Jar Binks. Oh, <laughs> imagine it. Do you think he would have done that? Yeah, just a yeah. When does he go? There's a lot that you can both that you, you can't say about Michael Jackson, I think, on, on a broadcast podcast. Um, but I think you're allowed to say he was a bit odd. Yeah, of course. But I think I think everyone's a bit odd in their own way, especially famous people. They're all a bit odd. You got to be if you're that famous, you, you become a bit odd at such a young age. Yeah, too. I think you can, but you you become a little. I'm odd. I'm odd. You're odd. I don't think I'm odd. You. <laughs> what do you think? What odd? No. You're you're the most normal person here. I think. <laughs> Andrea, she's so. got an edge to her that I enjoy. Yeah, she has an edge. But what I'm saying is, we're yanking her into the down the slippery slope of weirdness and oddness. Oh, bloody hate these drinks every time. Sit down for baffle, have a dash, and I hate it halfway through. Anyway, MJ should have played Jar Jar Binks. That's my opinion. I think we'd have done a great job. Uh, right, first facts of the new year for me. Can you name all the Beatles? Oh, and do you know what? I'm the biggest fan, but uh, Ringo Starr. <laughs> I love the Beatles. Ringo Starr, yeah, you don't know them. George Harrison, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, and I always forget the fifth. There isn't a fifth, so you're okay. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Loves the band though. I thought there was a fifth. Uh, my, fa- my favorite album is the best of the Beatles. Um, I thought there was a fifth. At- well, yeah. But but also, what? Who? Like, you don't really, a- any band. So, like, I'll name me busted. Don't care. Like the songs anyway. Uh, <laughs> Charlie, James, and Matt. There we go. They're in busted. <laughs> Uh, and probably not comparable to the Beatles, although I do like their music. Mm. Anyway, uh, so naming the Beatles took you probably longer than most, but four seconds, right, to rattle off John, Paul, George, Ringo. To name the other type of Beatles, as in Beatles the Bug, that would take you about four and a half days to name every Beatle. <laughs> to say if you've done it back to back. Yeah, because there are 400,000 species of Beatle. So if you sat there and just said them back to back... It would take you wow. one a second... It would take you about four and a half days. A quarter of all the animals that have ever existed is a beetle. They got any good number ones? A quarter? Year 3000. Um, Yeah, a quarter. One in four of all the animals that has ever existed is a beetle. There's always, whenever I go to the States, I have a beetle in the the bathroom or something (laughs) like that. Always. It's always like a little beetle bug. Are beetles the same as, they're not the same as cockroaches, right? Different creature, I think. They kind of the same like? I don't know. Maybe they do come under the same. Because there's a lot of cockroaches in America. So many. Yeah. And I really hate them. They smell, don't they, apparently? Do they? I think so. Maybe if there's a few of them. Mm. Do you get them in, in San Fran where you you're from no where are you from? Orange I'm Ca- Orange County. But do you get is that very like beetly cockroachy? Yeah. Uh yeah, I like cockroaches. I think it must be the heat though and like the humidity mm. and they just it freaks me out. But the UK is obviously spiders, but cockroaches it feels dirty. A cockroach. Hmm. Don't know why. Spider doesn't feel dirty. But anyway. Yeah, they are. Uh, a forty. A beetles are forty percent of described insects that are around today. So forty percent of all the insects, almost half, is a beetle, and a quarter of all the animals that have ever existed is a beetle. Are you more scared of small things, animals, than you are big? 
Uh, I would have beat you on a spider. No, not really. Like, mice don't scare me or, like, um, spiders don't really scare me that much. No, I'm good with spiders. There's something weird about, like, a a mouse or a rat or a gerbil. Like, there's something really? weird. Yeah, just like them pitter-patter, their tiny little hands. Could you pick up a rat? Yeah. Oh, I see, I couldn't do that. That would freak me out. Do you know what I hate? Hate. Hate, hate, hate. And I don't know how people have them as pets. Snakes. That is just too much for me. They are kind of scary, though, because they're like, so clever. Yeah. Right? It's like the way they move and everything. It's just like, I feel like they know everything that's going on. They're right? small, but there's not much you could do to, like, stop them from, like, unless you literally grab their head. Yeah, like, and then even terrifying. then... They still like you grab like their towel and their heads over here and you're like, what's? I just know. Are they really so clever? I think snakes are quite intelligent, aren't they? The way they move around and things like that. I do think they're quite intelligent. Do, but, you know, do they know all five beetles? So they don't. I just don't like them. Anyone who has a snake, I used to have a friend that had a snake in his bedroom, like you know, in the glass thing. Like, why? It is a bit why weird. Why do we it? need that? And also, when you want a pet, especially when you're growing up. You want something fluffy, right? You want you want a bit of fur. You want something you can pet. Mm. You don't want a, a hard, scaly snake. You're a fluffy rat. Fluffy rat. <laughs> yeah. That's my pet People nickname for my girlfriend. Oh, I, I wanted a rat as a pet once. Why? What? Because apparently they make really good pets. <laughs> what are they doing? In what way? But they're just in the cage. <laughs> they make apparently really... they're like really cuddly and like... <laughs> but you'll take it out of the cage and it'll, it'll just scarper. It will run away. It creates a you know repertoire between you. You've got to create a relationship a with it. Yeah, is that what the word is? Oh, oh I don't know. Fucking emotion. I don't know. One of the two. Yeah, that one. A bond. Um, a bond is what you mean. A rat. A repertoire is what you Rat? Yeah. Really? My teacher had a rat as a pet and I wanted one really badly because she said it was a really good pet. I tell you what, if, I was, if I'm a headmaster and I, and I found that a teacher that I've got as a rat... <laughs> Straight out the door. T forty five. Did you ever go through the hamster craze? That used to be a thing. It might. Everyone had a hamster. I'd never had one, but everyone had a hamster. Because I think at one point they were about a fiver. You could get a hamster in like the pet store for like five quid. When I was like 12, 13, everyone had hamsters. No, I had stick insects. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, man. I know. Weird. But that's because because you are a nerd. Aren't but that's you? because a kid, stick insect. It's books. because a kid at my school. Um, like it was gay- a joy going over Dan's potato smiley stick insect fun and a reed. <laughs> oh, where did potato smileys come from in that thing? Well, it's what you eat, potato smarty? Potato smiley. Potato smiley. The, the strange smiley. cultural things that you don't know. It's like um, oh, like the, the smiley potato. Yeah, okay. yeah, like a chip but a smiley face. Now, a kid at my school uh, just gave them out to kids in class because I think his stick insect had babies so I took it home in a jar and my parents didn't know this was happening so I suddenly lumber up by the way you need a, a little aquarium a little tank system for my stick insects and let me tell you they get big really quickly they have loads of babies and they escape imagine you don't like snakes waking up in the morning looking up at your ceiling first thing you can see is like seven stick insects just clambering how, how do they and escape? I, because they get through the little holes that they have to have for air and did they escape all over your yeah and what's terrifying is I didn't like holding them because they're you know, creepy crawlies right it's horrible to touch so I just never touched them so they were pointless they were pointless God, your parents were fuming there was a girl in my school that put her hamster in the microwave to warm it up no, you can think about what happened it did no she did she did it didn't happen she did everyone has got this weird apocryphal tale about it. everyone has got this weird apoc- apocryphal tale about a girl at your school normally she's put things up places that's what always happens <laughs> Did you, you know, what must, is happening here? You must have had How that. have we changed subjects to this? You must have had that. I'm not going to get into it now, but there's always that kid in school. Or, oh, have you heard what happened to her? Yeah. Absolutely, just drop that in now. 
After doing that one, you've taken you that straight out of American Pie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's always a thing. It's always a thing. Anyway, uh, there is no way that a girl put a hamster in the microwave. Well, she did. Oh. Anyway, maybe did it you die? should swiftly move on. It did die. Um, yeah, it blew up. Oh my god. And then, yeah. put, and then she put a pot in it win. No, anyway. she didn't. Absolutely none of it's true. None of that is true. What is true, it would take you, if you were to name it a beetle every second, it would take you four to do the band, it would take you four and a half days to name the insect. Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So you're programmed to love the music you listened to in high school the most. Do you know the age? Yeah, it's, I think it was like... Teenage age to like 22. Yeah, I think it's 14. Yeah, I think the music like that. that you listen to when you're 14 is the music that you will probably love for the rest of your life. <laughs> well, what? it's because, so it's because dopamine, obviously, or you get dopamine and other feel good chemicals from listening to music, but that's even stronger when your, your brain's, uh, sorry, when your brain is developing. So um, at a young age, that's when music influences you. That is so true. Well, because you're also tying it to emotions, right? That's this is a massive true. point in your life. For me, you know, you're fancying girls. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got stick insects, whatever's going on. and Blowing up hamsters. Blowing up hamsters, shoving things. No. And you, like, you tie that memory and the longing for that easier time to the songs that you love. What was, what, what was big when you were kind of like 13, 14, Con? What was that, 14 years ago? I, I think I liked Arctic Monkeys then. Busted. Been to them. 
Yeah, like I had a Justin Bieber craze. I still like him today. Not really my sort of music now, but I still would absolutely <laughs> listen to a Justin Bieber song and be like, this is good. Yeah, it's interesting because I've got quite a... I'm really into like indie music, soul music, this, all that sort of stuff that I think I've enjoyed more as I've got older. But all of the older stuff that I would listen to back in the day, so like your Neddy Furtado or your pop stuff, like Justin Bieber, I still love now. But it's just not what I go to listen to. So yeah, that I think this is a very true fact. What about you? I listen to a lot of Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin and like Frank Sinatra. When you were 14? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Pink so Floyd, I was very, what a choice. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I was like so against like mainstream music. I was yeah, one of those okay, people. Yeah, okay, that makes some sense. Was it any influence from parents? Pink Floyd is a very no. like, no. No. Wow. I, I really, yeah, it was really random, but. That's a really, like, I, can, I just cannot imagine 14 year old you listening to Pink Floyd. <laughs> Just like chilling, listening to Pink Floyd because it's such like a unique sound that, and it? it's very psychedelic, very out there. Great though, mm-hmm. just fourteen, like your mum, dad listening to you, <laughs> listening to Pink Floyd in your bedroom. Like, What's going on with her? <laughs> what is that? Well, yeah, my favorite music. My favorite music is American Pie music. So the stuff that you would find on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games, <laughs> like Blink One Eighty Two or Green Day or stuff like that. And that was all. That was around when oh, I was thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, that's my least favourite of the Green Day songs. <gasps> that was a good album, though. But of Broken James? Again, the other least favourite. Miserable songs from that album. I loved Green Day. Yeah, that album was fantastic. American, American Idiot. Idiot? Yeah, that's the album. Do you like that song? Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, that, that was a great album, wasn't it? <laughs> so that was 2004. Don't so want to be an American Idiot. I would have been... I would have actually been 12 then, almost turning 13. Anyway, oh, here's an interesting thing. My mother-in-law got my fiance for Christmas a shower cap. Why is that interesting? Because because oh. what, what did I mention on the show? Which then we stuck on socials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About a hot girl showers where she stands there and doesn't get her hair wet. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, my mother-in-law ish uh, got her a shower cap because of that because she heard it on the podcast. That's quite funny. Thanks. Did she? She heard it on the podcast. Yeah, that's what. The mother-in-law. What's the mother-in-law's name? I'm not telling you. Huh? I'm not telling well, you. Well, hello, mother-in-law. Ish. How do you actually feel about that and it in your family? Leave it in the comments below. That'll be intriguing. <laughs> Connor, give us your last fact of the show. Okay, last fact of the show from me. In the Spanish village of Villar de Conejo, where the average age is 75, forget, forget the name of the village, uh, average age is 75, residents collectively ring the new year 12 hours early. They do it at noon on December twenty, uh, December thirty first, allowing them to celebrate while still getting a good night's sleep because they're all old. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely into this. I think this is a great. I don't really like New Year, hmm. so I think this is a great way of doing it. I think not liking New Year is also like a cool thing recently. It's not, I, I just, I it genuinely is, it? so overrated. But it's so expensive. It's literally like any other night out. Oh, it is. But that means that doesn't mean you have to be. Like, I enjoy. It. You just go. You just go and have a couple of beers. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. I enjoy a New Year, right? So a New Year, I do. I very much like to put behind some of the things that might have happened in the last year. I like to feel like that. That's great. And I enjoy a New Year when it happens at midnight and you're with friends having some dinner. That's fine at a dinner party or something. The big hype, gotta do something. Kiss your partner on midnight. All this crap. You don't like, don't that. like that. You don't like the kiss your partner on like midnight all stuff. That. Too much silly. Kiss just it. just you know, the, he's, he's celebrating a good year. The, the kissing part. What, what's the problem with that? Well, because no, everyone. Well, you gotta get together. It's just like. It's a night, it takes like a second out of your day. Like oh, I, so I cringe. appreciate. So cringe. Give us a kiss midnight. I gave you a kiss an hour ago. Someone's getting some. I appreciate, you know, the fuss of going out and spending loads of money, and it's all overhyped. I get that, but 
you know, we all need an excuse to be nice. And I th- I'm I think always so. nice. Well, well, exactly, well, you're not, but as in... Oh, just kiss your partner at midnight. I once went okay, to a, eh? I once went to a bar on New Year's Eve, which is the same bar that I've always been to. Right, just go there all the sort of like weekends, or whatever. They wanted thirty quid to get in for the same thing they do every other weekend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you, though. I saw a great thing that kids' uh, parents were doing this New Year. They were replaying last year's New Year on iPlayer. I've seen this. Uh, uh, for their kids at like six o'clock and they weren't telling them that that wasn't the actual new year so the kids thought they were having this massive countdown 10, 9, 8 but it was the one from last year so they could put the kids to bed early Great what, did you, what did you guys do for new year? got drunk <laughs> love it <laughs> yeah I, I did loads of kissing loads of kissing <laughs> mm. yeah great just not really a fan of new year I got that yeah. But you're a fan of a new year because you're I'm a, a positive a person that, that moves forward. Yeah, yeah. But all this queuing up, imagine queuing up. Queuing up to get in somewhere. Queuing up for a drink. Triple Ubers. Oh, that is not what you need. Yeah, you have to do it once though. I did it once about 13 years ago. Oh, I've done it before. Yeah, yeah, I have done it before. Never Hated again. It. Feet up, watch the fireworks, bit of dinner, couple of drinks. No kissing. See you later. See you later. I'll kiss you again in 2024. Yeah. Right, last fact of the show. I want to tell you a really sad story about a really old person. Her name is Sarah Nouse, with a K. I don't know if it's Knaus or Nouse. I'm going to say Nouse. Anyway, she was born in uh, 1880, September the 24th, two days after my birthday. Uh, she is the oldest person ever from the United States. In 1998, she became the oldest living person. Now, in a, so she was born in 1880. So if she'd have lived to the millennium, she would have seen three separate centuries she died on December the 30th, 1999. Oh. You'd be fuming, wouldn't you? How old? 119 years old, 97 days. Live? I just don't know how you live to that age. I think that's incredible. Well, you're going to find out because I'm going to do it. <laughs> Mate, I'm, you ain't making 100. I'm, I'm making 100. Not, you want to do someone's head in enough and yeah. something's going to happen. I'll tell you now. You're well, not making 100. That's it. I'm either making 100 or I'm being murdered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think one or the other. They're the option. Yeah. yeah I think you'll live long. I think you've got everything in place to live long. Hmm. I agree. I think you have. Don't you? Yeah. you. I think out of all of us, we're dying first. I reckon you're making it to 55. If that. At the current rate of beer and marais, I reckon I'll struggle to see 45. You're getting bottled at a West Ham game, I reckon. Yeah, miss that on. What'd you say? (laughs) Bang. There we go, finished. (laughs) Yeah. You, I think, Andrea, are going to live till... Yeah, I could see you being a... Like ninety five, in back you've gone back home. You've gone to California, nice and sunny. You got yourself probably got yourself a little vineyard. And vineyard, yeah, I reckon. Nice do you little like vi- vineyards. I, like I nice do like. Well, I've never been actually. I would love to go. But South of France. It's good to know that I'm going to own one. Well, you don't need to go because you're going to have your own one, uh, and that's what you'll be doing. And you'll you'll and well, you'll, I, you'll still be making your TikToks. Yeah. And it'd be hard because your, your thumb is moving much slower. So the editing, <laughs> it takes you like a month to get out your one thing. Oh, that would be so And And, and you, now you're doing how retirement communities are different in the UK and US, right? <laughs> That's what you're doing. Uh, I like that. I That would be really fun. Imagine <laughs> it, a TikTok channel that has been the same person for literally 80 years. Yeah. I'm living till I'm... You're not, mate. 105. No, you're not. You're absolutely not. I'm going to be one of these lads... Do you know why you're not? ...that doesn't matter if Do you know why 100? you're not? Because you're pasty. Let me paste it. We haven't seen any vitamin D in this country, mate. Vitamin D is the key, I think, to long life. But take, People don't live long in I take cold tabs. countries. I take no. tabs. No, but yeah, but it's not the same. 
your skin's healthier. You know, everything's better when you've seen vitamin D. Mate, I've done this show with you for like four years. You've never paid any interest in anything sciencey, and suddenly you're Dr. Phil. Yeah, but it is correct or not. Has Dr. Phil been cancelled yet? Can I say him? Is he alive? Is he getting... Why would he be cancelled? I don't know, something. Hilary Jones off of GMTV. Good man. one for the kids. He disappeared. Yeah. He's still around. He'd done a bit of COVID and went, this is all too much. Ta-da. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? No. Hilary Jones, good morning, Britain. <laughs> I mean, this guy has been around the shows Who on ITV. It? He's your ITV doctor. Dr. Yeah. Hilary Jones. Oh, right. He'd come on, he'd do his bit, <laughs> tell you about, you know, uh, what you should... Do you, know what I used to... <clears throat> do you know what I love about TV doctors? You know when the summer hits in June, then they come on, they tell you about why to wear sun cream in your life. <laughs> Have loads of water. Yeah. Have loads of water. It's like, sun this is <clears throat> basic. This is basic medicine, you know. And then COVID comes, it's all a little bit. Yeah. Don't really know what to say about this. So I'm either so I'm either 105. I'm being murdered, or I'm, I'm dying of sunburn. I think I'm going to make it to 80. Don't smoke. Don't drink. What do you do? I drink. Yeah, I drink. But I, you know, I look after myself. I eat well, drink drink well, have all my stuff, yeah, maybe. I reckon 80. That's, that's the idea. I reckon you might accidentally decapitate yourself with uh, little eyebrow trimmers. <laughs> Can't get over this. <laughs> it's just, I've just noticed it. It's wild, isn't it? Like, making that decision is, is wild. It's hmm. what I'm all about. Wildness. Right, well, I think that's us done. Is it? Happy New Year. Is that, three, fa- is that three facts? Is it? Yeah. Wow. Or two. All done. Stumped. See ya. Out the door. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I wonder how much of that made it. Bafflepod.com, lovely that you're still around uh, for a brand new year, 2024. Uh, Bafflepod.com, as I say, infobafflepod.com too. We're on socials, TikTok and Instagram and all of that. What have we learned this week? Home Alone wasn't in the Home Alone house and how did he afford it anyway? Uh, Michael Jackson wanted to be Jar Jar Binks and I'm going to live longer than all three of my baffled babes. Are you happy about that? I'm going to outlive you both. Mm, you're not. I'm going to be wandering this earth long when you're gone, my you friend. You are absolutely honest, but not. No, it's not. Me. Bafflepod.com. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you soon. 2024. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.